Comrades and friends, hello. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to uh, give some relevant information that came out after we recorded it. Uh, we recorded it several weeks ago. Uh, Jessica Rain, Jordan Pusey, we talked about uh, the Pro Women's Soccer League and some controversy that had happened. We talked about dynamics between bosses and workers, and we talked about the politics of international football. Uh, so I want to read this uh, brief update. It will become relevant uh, when you hear the episode. Uh, this was from uh, ESPN.com on the 5th of November. Abuse, misconduct in U.S. football. Three-time Olympic gold medalist Shannon Box heads up task safety task force. This is from, Actually, it's from the Associated Press. Shannon Box, a three-time Olympic gold medalist with the United States and a member of their 2015 World Cup team, has been appointed vice chair of the U.S. Soccer Federation's Participant Safety Task Force. Maryland State Youth Soccer Association Executive Director Greg Smith was also picked as a vice chair. Manishim, a former player for the National Women's Soccer League and WSL, and the U.S. Under-23s was hired this week to chair the task force assembled to prevent the abuse and harassment of women that was found to be systemic in the sport. The United States Soccer Federation said the group will focus on governance, standards and policies, education and reporting and response. The task force was created following a report issued October 3rd by former acting U.S. Attorney General Sally Yates. Five of the ten coaches in the NWSL in 2001 were fired or stepped down amid allegations of misconduct, and NWSL Commissioner Lisa Baird resigned. Yeah, we talked about all that, and we were like, uh, they need to do something. And then, like, literally, I think three days after we talked, they, they did something. So part of uh, a way I was going to sort of introduce this episode was the idea that, you know, Everybody has, if, they're a, if they are a fan of sports, they usually, even if they like a bunch of sports, have one that's their favorite or that they know the best. Like for Carl, it's baseball. Uh, for my dad, it was basketball growing up. That was his thing. I followed the football from Europe since I've been a little kid. Via magazine. Was, via magazine. <laughs> and so through the years, I've, I've, I've refereed matches. I, I, I was a, a lines person at... Uh, High school, like big, like older kids when I was like 15. So, it was, you know, I coached a middle school team for three years. So I feel like that's my, this is my jam. And if I, I and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if this gets so big, we can create or sponsor Highlands Bunker FC? And of course, the first two picks would be Jordan Pusey. Hello, Jordan. Hello. And Jess Green. And I said, <laughs> here's, so I said, first of all, Jess is obviously a center forward striker. I mean, that's clear to me. That's that's going to be you are going to have to you're going to have to score goals. <clears throat> we can talk about that. Okay. To, for Jordan, I said, really, what we need is we need a center back with the attitude of an old school Italian center back, uh, a la like uh, Franco Baresi. You know, embrace your inner Catanaccio, <laughs> iron chain. Okay. Um, and also, I think we need somebody who can like rally the troops as a captain. And I said I would probably make Jordan the captain like because that. the Jess, you're going to have a lot on your plate just scoring goals. Got to score goals. I'm just we're going to have to mind here. We got to have. We're going to have to see goal scoring okay. a- output from you. Uh, all right, I'm going to have to step it up. That's yeah. Whatever, whatever you need to do. Okay. <clears throat> so, I, I I lay all of this out. I'm, I'm making the the. the the, the, the backbone of my 11, right? A center forward and a center back. And uh, Jordan's first reaction was like, I don't play back there. I'm not <laughs> doing that. I'm like, what the fuck kind of attitude is that? I mean, yeah, that is my default response too. But also, I love the idea of you like taking someone down in the box like cleanly and perfectly and like <laughs> them getting so mad and you're just doing it over and over. But yeah, but sadly Jordan that'll never happen top. in the Newcastle <laughs> County correctly because if you like blow on you someone, in, someone the box, in the box, it's a PK. Yeah, we ran into that lot yesterday evening, didn't we? 
Unless you, like, handball it. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, conceptually, I really like that. I just, um, well, I know, that's, that's, I know that's not where you feel This is high concept. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was out of my element last night. <laughs> Whenever I get back there, I'm like, I don't know, guys. I'm just going to try to keep them outside, I guess. <laughs> and if uh, Rob actually ever supported his comrades and came to our out. games, Maybe you would know would where say, we play. Here's the problem. The Jordan problem is, is I, get, exactly. I get reports. I get reports, match reports. Very thorough. <laughs> From and, <who? laughs> and my, I can't, I'm not telling you that. The Newcastle County Sports League or uh, office. What is it called? It like has a name. It's, yeah, it's a, like, yeah. the county has like a sports. Yeah, office. recreation something. Yeah, they Park, like get if you get a red card, you have to get reported to them. But we were just. <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna have to tell that story because I was just telling that story the last time. The last time I played in a in a, a, a first division Newcastle match at, at Kirkwood Complex, I was sent off. Mm. It's shocking. <laughs> Actually, no, nobody was surprised. <laughs> Not even me. You gotta keep uh, that red card energy. That's true. Yeah, and it happened just because I was. It, it happened because I was like a step too slow to be playing. Yeah, that's and uh, when that it was happens. why. <laughs> yeah, and so I took one for the for the side, but in any in any event. Um, but so I mostly play on the wing on the left side, honestly. Yeah, but so so here. So again, I know I already know that. Obviously. That comes naturally to uh, me. Obviously, so you... I obviously I already know that because okay. of the reports that I'm getting. Okay, my bad. My problem is the way that I'm analyzing this is I think this Kyle, I th- I think I think Kyle out. Uh, I think he's not managing the team properly. I don't like I you don't know, like you, you playing outside. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. I know, you think I know two players? Come on, I'm getting full match reports. I said. <laughs> I don't like it. I, yeah. I, I don't like the formation. Interesting. I don't think people, I mean, you can tell by Jordan's attitude. She's not being managed properly. She has a bad attitude. And and so. And that like, can be deployed effectively for the team. Correct. But, but, but don't hide know it. It's don't deployed effectively it's when I take, it. It's about using when it. When I pick off keepers and score. No, that was a gem. That was a real treat. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what, I mean, what formation are you putting the team in? Let's talk about this. Okay. So I think. I would What's your default? I, I would do like a uh, so I would probably play three in the back. I'd play like f- and then up top, five in the middle. And then up top two and one. Four in the middle, two and one. So you would be all the way forward. Oh, with two sort of so two sort of players that like sit back. Out, just like a cherry picker. Kind of. So oh, like Spurs, have, so Conti, yeah, Conti, I have one Conti of those does. on my team. I don't. This like is Antonio Conti's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What he so Conti will have this, and in, and he'll have in You're in, just the, that in the midfield touch. two two <laughs> two wingers and two center halves that are that are like like Pierre Hol- Holbier, like a, just a, just a strong. This would this. I love the idea that we're recruiting these like people with these skill sets. By the way, I yeah. Love. <laughs> Half our team doesn't show up. Okay, <laughs> okay. Look, I, I, we'll, we'll, well get last night this. I was like, we got to do like five, three, two. Half your team. <laughs> look, half your team doesn't show up. You have to start. To, you have to go to kickoff with nine or ten players. Whose fault's that? Manager Kyle out. He's because he's uh, not. Or I think his it's or- more the league scheduling. These six thirty games are hard to get to. <laughs> got to run out of your work day. Kyle, people, are people sho- just people aren't are adequately like committed to co-rec soccer. <laughs> That's the problem. I block out my calendar. I see that 6.30 game. I'm like, listen, I'm not taking a meeting after 4.30 today. Shit, I can't remember who it was, but I was wearing my jersey because I had to go to an RD meeting and then to a game. And they were like, oh, you a professional soccer player? I was like, yes. 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 I paid the band. big bucks. I went to see a band in our uniform because I was like, I really want to see my friends play. But also I have a game at eight. So, so comrades and friends, hello. We are here in the bunker today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, talking about the football from Europe. We're going to be talking about specifically uh, the women's game here in the United States. Uh, some shit that's gone down that's absolute horseshit that people should understand because it's a long-running, just sort of long-running power play um, against uh, a women's game that I think stands up to. I enjoy watching the women's game more than MLS. Yeah, there, I said it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how politics play into all of uh, – all of my uh, football fandom, uh, because there's a lot of stuff going on that I think people miss, um, especially like, I don't know, Lazio Roma. People got to get on the right side of that. Um, Always Roma. Correct. Lazio, fascist pigs. Come on. Everybody knows that. 
So uh, you've probably already heard uh, we have uh, friends and comrades. Uh, both uh, are uh, star players in the Newcastle County League. Um, Jordan, Pusey, Jordan Pusey, <laughs> Jessica Rain. Um, Hello. Thank you for coming in. And of, of course. course, Carl's on the on the knobs back there. Um, I think he's I think he's sending texts for uh, Frank Burns. Um, <laughs> should be. Yeah. That's what we all should be doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. You guys, you guys have to start coming out when we go when we when we go out to pubs and stuff and and, and so get rowdy. Because Spurs uh, played in the Champions League on Wednesday. Uh, we went to one of our local dives here in the neighborhood. Uh, and <clears throat> they got ripped off. So VAR, they got a goal overturned by VAR that was extremely dubious. And again, VAR in it of itself is extremely dubious. But it's like f- six of us watching this game and another eight regulars from the neighborhood trying to figure out why we care about what's happening. <laughs> But it's pretty fun. Also, at uh, Galuccio's, the uh, pints of Pabst are $2. So wow. that's another place where I'm, that's I, a, I frequent. It's a classic deal. <laughs> like They have actually pints of Guinness are $4. Reasonable. We'll walk out of there. And my buddy Greg, who's another Spurs fan, uh, who actually supplies us with beer here at the bunker from Two Stones, um, he, he, will, uh, he came out and he was like, man, I had, I had three Guinness. They were $4 each. It was $12. He was like. <laughs> I don't know why I don't come here every day. <laughs> well, that would be unhealthy. <laughs> well, again, that health. His priorities are right now are not you know health. He's not he's not looking into it. Not tops. Okay. No, no, not at all. But uh, the, the 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 real reason I wanted to talk is because, as people know, if they follow my Twitter account, over the summer, I followed very closely for the first time the women's European Championship. In England, and I think it was England and Wales. I think they played a few matches in Wales. Uh, now, because FIFA is a corrupt uh, global scam, uh, we have to sit through a World Cup, men's World Cup, in Qatar in December. So <laughs> this summer it was all about the women, which was actually really cool. Uh, England wind, wound up winning at home at Wembley, uh, 2-1 against Germany. 87,000 people at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Great great final. And then just a few months ago, I saw that they opened a new stadium uh, in San Diego, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they played a big South Southern California derby and got like 35,000 people with the L.A. and the yeah. thing. So the game, the women's game, is really coming into its own. Um it's always sort of been a little bit big here because our national team has always been just run people over, <laughs> which is fun to watch. Like if you know if you're if you're an American, you're like God, they're crushing everybody. Um, I had a friend went to France for that World Cup run, oh, nice. um, follow the team around. His sister and her partner are big. Uh, they they follow the the women's national team around. So he was able to stay in France for the, for the whole of June. It was incredible. He said. Um, but about two weeks ago, or maybe it was more of a, like a month ago, um, a report came out that was um, commissioned by the U.S. Soccer Federation uh, to investigate uh, a bunch of different stuff about uh, just, I guess, sexual harassment, all kinds of misconduct in the, the women's league, the NWSL. So Sally Yates, who was a deputy... AG for the country puts out this report and basically says some of these teams are just like they're run by little groups of, of people who are just little little pests and harassers. And I remember you there was I guess a bunch of rumors because Jordan, you told me this months ago that there were like rumors of, of maltreatment, people not being people being punished for like just like reserve players. And I was like, really? I got to look into this. And of course, I saw some rumors, but I never really looked into it. And then they dropped this big report. Um, can you guys kind of like, go over this report and sort of what it said and what the hell was going on in this league um, and sort of what the ramifications could be? Well, I guess what started, what called for the report is the a newspaper actually put out an article about some of the allegations. And so when you go back, once now that you read the Yeats report and it's all out and you look at some of the playing time that women's players have gotten and some of the best players in this country, 
haven't been called up. So Kristen Press. There's no doubt it's retaliation at this point. Because she made those reports in 2013, 2014, and then magically she's missing from the roster. And then we got this black co-character who clearly has a problem with black women, if I'm being honest, because he's saying it's about performance, but pulling up people who weren't even playing, saying, oh, there's no number nines while me official is down in Mexico, killing it, <laughs> you know, got the golden boot down there. So, so what's, what's some of the, they connected some of these rumors about sort of mm -hmm. retaliation. And not being, you know, not being picked for the side, not being put up for uh, caps for the national team, et cetera. But really what it came down to was um, just weird, weird sexual harassment and people being rebuffed for like relationships. So it wasn't even, it wasn't even petty stuff. It was pretty nasty, um, pretty nasty business. I mean, yeah. Very yeah. predatory. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was and that's the... what, I mean, just to talk about the report specifically too, right? It was, like you said, it was brought on by actual reporting that, like, finally got out about things that have been going on for a decade. Yeah, since <laughs> like, the league you know, started. Like, basically, since this league has existed. And there was really specific looking into three teams, right? Like, three coaches that... The Thorns. Like, yeah, Portland Thorns, Chicago Red Stars, and... Orlando. Oh, yeah. Orlando? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because that was the one. Because Amanda Cromwell, she was one of the yes. women that got removed for abusive behavior. And everyone's like, oh, women are more safe. Well, she's <laughs> right. married to one of her former players from UCLA. So that's just right. as predatory. Which is another thing that is like seemingly like accepted in the league and makes it seem like, oh, well, it's fine to treat your players like a dating pool. No. But there were three coaches in particular that were named in this investigation as having been verbally abusive, harassing, sexually abusive, sexually harassing. Racist. Racist. <laughs> and um, many of them had been removed from teams and rehired because there is this culture that was existent and now kind of coming to light in this league where when you remove someone for cause – you still give them a glowing review. You still, when people call you and ask you about, you know, well, what was the deal with them on your team? You talk solely about their role as a coach and on-field performance. And you leave out any of the other things or the actual real reasons that they were let go. So these coaches were allowed to move around from team to team and continue to abuse players um, because no one was willing to stand up and actually say what was going on. And it wasn't unknown. I think that's the thing that's like the most grotesque about this. And that's what the report, I think, really really puts brings to light is that this went all the way to the top of the leadership of women's soccer of the league and people oh, yeah, Jill Ellis yes yeah she's just former as accountable coach of the team still involved with women's soccer and just ignored communications like refused to act on things and and created an entire toxic culture throughout the league that allowed people to remain predators predators and and abusive and i think what it really calls into question and you sort of touched on it in an intro rob about like power right like this is a real imbalance of power and and it coaching and coaching in general is structured that way right like and it starts kind of from from the jump like yeah, you're getting paid six thousand dollars a year so as a professional well. athlete right. these guys hold power and like if you look at rory dames yeah and what he was doing or either christy holly if people who spoke out or rebuffed their advances, they would get transferred to teams yep. in like Japan, you know, or right. somewhere else. And or that's how they use them. Hey, I want to really stay on this team. Why don't you come to my room? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. That's, that's the but it's not just in the NWSL because these guys like Rory mm -hmm. Dames is in charge of a whole Chicago area elite soccer. Club. Yeah. that's how it's And he was accused of having sex with high school students while he was coaching in a high school. And there's a really long and article about that from the, the Washington Post, which yeah. is just sickening. Yeah. With because... players reporting him, like, making comments about age of consent laws. Yeah. And, or like, literally talking, talking about, about how, well, you know, they're lower, they're lower in other states. And, yeah, like, talking to teen Body players. shaming girls, yeah. calling them fat. Yeah. And then the, the, the grossest thing um, is, like, you know, when you get a 
the reports were made. People actually went to the police, and he made it like, oh, they're just upset because they're not getting enough play. Well, that's exactly what they all said. Yeah, well, that was that. This is the (laughs) there's so many there's, and I want to try to hit on as many as I can. This was this was the first one that I'm interested in talking about. Is like, there's this idea in sports that the 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 head coach, the manager, the the boss, the person in charge, because it's a because it's a sport, they're gonna, you know. You, you, you know, you're going to have dietary things. You're going to be able to talk about, like, if somebody's in shape, you're going to always be able to say, hey, you know, they're not they're not giving enough, you know, and it's totally subjective, right? They're not giving enough effort in training. Uh, they don't look good in training. Mm-hmm. I think they might be injured. They don't have a good attitude. And so sports managers have a, a lot of leeway in there because they're making just decisions on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and when you're winning, I mean, obviously you're doing something right. right. Yeah, and it's right. like okay, and, and if and but but it's it, what this report makes clear is this is um, taking advantage of people. This is um, yeah, it's like taking advantage of even girls, young girls. Um, it's like yeah, there's a there's a sexual aspect and a sadistic aspect aspect to this that I think gets. Um, diminished because you think well it's a coach they can they can yell at you you know yeah. basically because yeah. you know coaches have been screaming at people for since they're right. in sports right. and so like you really have to understand the nuance of this because that is not what it is at all well that's how it gets accepted though yeah and like that's you think about i mean to your yeah, point it's like, like death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> exactly and you just start to accept accept it accept it because that's how it's always been or that's how there's idea of like you got to be tough to be in sports yeah. and and I feel like you have to think about even like from the very beginning, like, okay, you, you get on a team via a tryout or via recruitment, especially if you're younger, right? Like, so already it's like, okay, I have to be, yes, I have to be talented. Yes, I have to be good, but I have to be appealing in some way. I have to be seem coachable. I have to have the right attitude. Like, so you're already in this headspace of like, how do I make myself appealing to that one individual mostly to get on this team, right? And that's even like from a young age. Then it just becomes this idea that like, yeah, like the coach is de facto. Yes, yeah. Like you, you are, you're especially when you get to this level. Like you have always been probably the best in your club, and that has been like this level of being pushed. And a lot of times, I think that coaches, when they have good players, almost overvalue their own contribution to it and assume it's like their work that created this player, and that gives them this like concept of dominion over them. And like, it's reinforced by the structures and the 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 way that they do essentially control the potential career of that player, right? Like, and and you see how that plays out. You get people who get cut from teams, move from teams, their playing time gets cut. Like they just and they become it's more like oh they're a bad they're bad in the clubhouse type thing, right? They're bad yeah. for the team. It becomes like you're about... to say about Kristen Press. Yeah. She was a, a yeah. problem in the locker right. room. It turns it's out like... she wasn't the problem this right. whole time. Exactly. It so, was the racist. So, <laughs> and they're allowed to like, it, they're allowed to put the, the company yeah. line out there, right? Like they sort of set the tone and the messaging and, and the player just, it, and I know it's it probably feels weird to say this about pretend, like professional athletes, right? You think, oh, they should be in positions of power themselves, but they're really not in the dynamic that exists. No. Yeah, I think the teams. important thing is what Jordan said too, and uh, because <clears throat> in the in, in in a league like this, yeah, you're gonna have um, you know some 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 stars who play for their national teams. Maybe have I don't mm-hmm. know if they have central contracts. They they might get uh, some uh, marketing and advertising and stuff. But you know the. The reserves that are just want to train and, and want to play, um, yeah, they're not they're not making any money. I mean, you used, you wear a t shirt and it looks like it's going to happen. You know, unionize the miners. Yeah, those are the players. The players on the Blue Rocks, the players on the Thorns, they're the ones who are getting really um, manipulated. Now, the difference is there's a dynamic going on in the women's game with men and and women uh, managers too that. They can use that in even more nefarious ways. Like I'm sure a, a single A or a double A baseball player is getting fucked with. There's no question in my mind. But what you see here is um, really turning that into something extremely dark. Not even just like it's a little payback because I just don't personally like you. It's like I'm going to try to um, manipulate you into 
uh, less sort of a, 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 a social or a sexual relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And if if it's not going my way, I can you know it's just a it's it's a it's a really dark tool of manipulation. That's what I that's how I read it. Well, the very yeah. first page of the report talks about uh, what's his face calling or was it Christy Holly calling Aaron in and saying we're going to watch this film and every time you fuck up, I'm going to touch you. Or was that? Um... It's like I, they're so grim that like I'm trying to remember wasn't that Riley, Aaron Riley yeah, or was, yeah what the fuck's his name oh, Paul Riley Paul Riley Paul yeah Riley. it's like him like, Christy and people. Rory and, yeah but there's so yeah, many of like, them literally I mean I dealt with his them. hands I down him. shoving his hands down a player's pants when she makes a bad play in the film because he gets to touch you but it's like, like these <laughs> yes you need to have mental toughness. Yes, you need to be able to leave things behind, but at the same time, when it comes to children, there's too many coaches mm-hmm. that are entirely too aggressive. You know, you don't need, if you need to cuss out 12 year olds because they're not winning, you shouldn't be a coach. That's on you. You yeah. need to be in therapy. Yeah. And the first time I was cussed out by a coach, I was 12 years old. Yeah. It was the first time in the regionals. The first time, yeah. We lost two, I think tied. So we didn't move on. Our first time there, we were called losers. <laughs> And failures yeah. by and a fucking happens, attorney named <laughs> Jim Natalie. <laughs> Hear that, Jim? Yeah, yeah, Fuck and you, Jim. you're right. It I starts, haven't forgot. It starts that young, yeah, and, and he got, he got time, you know, the parents, learn, the you, parents had to get rid of it. I don't you think you ever coached again. Yeah, you learn that's how it works, though, and you just are like, this is what coaching is, right? And like, I think there's something interest, though, interesting though, but like, because I think the report also calls out that like there's this element of abuse, verbal, like horrible verbal abuse like yeah. beating people down there's also this this element of like yeah trying to be too close and it really does seem like those are the two like sort of sides of manipulation it's like you're a tyrant or you're trying to be a friend and then you use both of those to sort of be very controlling to be controlling like, of people how's your relationship exactly yeah like, like oh this person cares about me they're right, asking a lot of right. questions and then it turns into this like and that's just not an appropriate dynamic to have with a team like there's a way to build camaraderie and closeness and and solidarity and caring about one another without it having to be like I'm the coach that's like hanging out in the locker room and, and dishing like you know like and that pushes into another realm where it's like again and I know we take this out of the NWSL into I think high school and like kids coaching because we've seen it there too right because that's we where know it, starts. it starts there. that's where like the so like but there are exactly and there are coaches who are club coaches high school coaches rec coaches whatever who have like texting relationships with players that to me already just there is sort of like that's already already starting to, to cross contact a line. Their parents. Contact exactly. Their parents. Like you should not be working. And then it just, it, but it sets a stage and it sets an expectation that this is behavior that's acceptable. Yeah. And then it just escalates from there. Now, and, is there a difference between, because you like, I, when I played high school and, and sports, you know, as a, as a kid, as a teenager and into my 20s. And I, I, you know, the coach never called me on the phone. Now we don't have, we didn't have texting, you know, when I was yeah, fifteen or sixteen. But like, is this, is this a, is this a a, a, a woman's thing, or 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 are, do are, do do are, is there men that are like getting too close to the guy to to just to try to be their friend? Like, is there is there is there a like a heterosexual sexual aspect to it, or it doesn't even have to be that? Because I know some of the women managers do it too. But it seems to happen to women or girls. More often than boys and men. I don't know if that's true, know. but I don't know. I, well, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm sort of men asking that, that as a groom question. young I don't boys know. as well. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and it's just yeah, it's the true. power dynamics. It's whoever right. you can get your hands on, exactly. whoever is the closest to you. If you're right. that kind of right. person, because it's it, as much as it is like a lot of this behavior is sexualized behavior. It's more about power, yeah. right? Yeah. And like it's more about like being domineering over. Someone I mean, look at what someone. was the dude from Penn State? Yeah, Sandusky. Um, Sandusky. Uh, he was going for young boys. Yeah. And it was and the same thing. Vulnerable like, young boys, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like preying on like <laughs> kids who are coming from like underserved communities, giving them an opportunity because no one's to be gonna believe them. Stay and like yeah, and realizing that these people are like seen as um, yeah. treating people like throwaway. Yeah. Yeah, because you put yourself in a position like everybody believes everything you say. He didn't actually do it like with like his college team. He had like a like he was able to to use that as a as a lure right. for this other venture that he had which is always extremely dark when people actually create the thing it's not like he actually created a thing like a charity yeah based like a on camp. a camp 
based on his relationship with this uh, college football uh, legacy to groom and rape kids. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and, he didn't, it I wasn't mean, even like, he was just like, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, what a yeah, scum. But nasty. yeah, this is the same thing. It's like, Ohio I'm going to use wrestling. This... Like, yeah. Jim Jordan was involved with yeah, that. Like, yeah. And so I'm not, like, I do agree that it does seem like it happens more to, like, young girls and women, but it's not solely an issue right, of that, yeah. right? Because it does come down to, like, power and how wanting to be in these positions of powers can seem to attract some of, some people that are just not, like, are doing it for <laughs> reasons that... They because they enjoy the power more than they enjoy anything else of it. And you know, the way our our culture is and treats women, young women are always like kind of demonized mm-hmm. as like liars and manipulators, yes. and you know, yes, don't come after my son, Missy, uh-huh. like bullshit. And that's why it's like I think it's easier because like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then well, like you, the, the young boy specifically yeah. says that um, Paul Riley was put in a bad position by the player. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? He put like, himself that in the, that position. That Why are you team, calling your that was players the team into your line. hotel room? Exactly. Like the team line was like, oh, this player did this to him. Like he's a victim of the woman coming yeah. forward and being like, here are all the ways that I've been abused by my coach. And every time someone makes a report, it's like, oh, this person's causing trouble. The guy who reported Sandusky. I mean, mm-hmm. his reputation was trashed. Right. Because right. right. why are you ruining this man's exactly. life? Exactly. He's never abused me. Yeah. He's never harmed me. Right. And that's what like, I'll, I don't know what Mr. Mr. Mouse is going on about. <laughs> Mr. Al has never been a predator to I me. Know, of course. <laughs> yes. I know. And and that's what's I think one of the like more frustrating things is we talked about how like this bubbled up to the very top and their reaction was to defend the people that are perpetrators, not to protect players, right? And it's just like everywhere you turn, there's just no interest in like protecting players. It's about protecting the organization and the systems and the ways that we work. And it's not about any of the actual individual people that are harmed by it. And it's just like the fact that that gets like carbon copied across everything sport politics yeah, like everything. work we're like, protecting the like, institution i thought you were going to go right into the first volume of capital <laughs> exactly yeah. i was like i see what you're saying so they're protecting the institution not the people who are laboring Weird. for the value of the institution <laughs> hmm. i feel like i've heard this Almost before like you see that happen yeah. yeah and it's like it's i mean again it's not like shocking to see it happen but it's just frustrating that you, like no matter where you look, you see the same dynamics at play and you see the same um, reaction to like protect the powerful versus eradicate <laughs> monstrous people. Like, man, just there's train other people how to coach. It's not like it's yeah. that hard. Yeah. You know, you don't need to quietly resign them and then let them go coach in another state. Because exactly. like two of the perverts from AI high school when I was there <laughs> who had sexual relationships with students are still coaching. They're still coaching. And one of them, my senior year, was such an asshole to me. He was so mean to me. He, like, bullied me, said I had a bad attitude, would, like, write NCAA on a piece of paper and cross it out and be like, you'll yeah, never play D1 sports. And I, remember I did one... just say you had a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, so I that's I mean, I, look, I am an asshole. We'll be real. But this guy <laughs> was a bigger asshole. And it was I, – I had one teacher. He tried to, like – come at me in like the cafeteria one day and Leslie Connor stood up for me and was like who do you think you're talking to like that like you do not talk to my student like that I don't even know who the hell you are Leslie like, nice. you just got Shout here Leslie I know yeah. she's she passed but she was awesome she was a biker babe bartender Amazing. English teacher oh nice yeah well R.I.P. to a real one yeah the only like. reason I know how to cite my sources is because of that woman <laughs> and I realized how wrong my coach was treating me then because I thought yeah. he was just a little tough you ass, need, you know? Exactly. Maybe I deserved it. Because I am kind right. of a dick. But then you also get <laughs> yeah. to this point in your head where, like, I've been there where you're like, oh, okay, I got to, like, take this and, like, show you that I'm tough. And, like, yeah. especially because I deserve like, to start. I'm getting hat tricks. Yeah. But, but this is the cherry on the cake because, you know, I finally graduate. I didn't finish my season because I hurt my ACL. And um, what should we call it? So I graduate, and we had, like, an alumni versus the current team game, and he apologized to me <laughs> for being so hard on me. Well, there you go. <laughs> and, um, right, so at, and we all went to, out to drinks afterwards. Here we go. Yeah. Well, now we're and in And then I had to give him a ride back to his car. We're in friend place had to give him a ride back to his car. And he was married to my former assistant coach. Cool. 
So, I, and I'm not a, like, I no thanks, Scott. Um, but yeah, he made a move on me and then was confused. I thought we were good. I thought. I was like, what the fuck? Just because I don't want to punch you in your face yeah. anymore? But we're not I'm, good. Because You're I've perfect. broken you down so much that you have no self-esteem anymore. Yeah. Don't you? Wow. Yeah. What, a, what a move. I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then he ended up getting canned for having inappropriate texts with a player a couple of years later. Again. But he's still playing. He's still in yeah. Michigan. He's coaching high school yeah. and college. Because I looked at his tweets. It's all open. Jesus. Yeah. Scott well, Emmert should not be coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. I mean, again, and I, I didn't know that story, obviously, until you just told it. And it's like everything Jess said in theory <laughs> happened exactly happens. the same. I mean, it's it's the sort of the, the breaking you down and then like waiting until now you're an alumni. Now you're 18. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be like, you know, I'm sorry I was so hard right. on you. I did it because I, I was trying to make. I believed in you, and I thought you just needed and that now, tough love. And uh, now, can we make out? <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking no, about? <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. Uh, it, it's you know seeing how how. Um, and the, these guys are young too. Like you know, you got yeah. like 23 year olds coaching high school girls, right? And they're like, you know, because I had a friend who was in a relationship with our coach starting when she was 15, and st- did not see an issue with it. And she had come from a home where her dad wasn't there, and and she was like the state player of the year, you know what I mean? So she was extremely talented, and this guy groomed her, and they didn't see the groom. She just thought she was really mature and interesting because this hot Delaware wizard soccer player was interested in her. Oh, I think I know who this person is. Yeah. God damn it! What a weirdo. I don't want to name her name no. because you know no. I did not no. get her permission. Mm-hmm. But no, it's prevalent, and and you see how it escalates. Like, it doesn't have to just take until you're at the love the the professional level. Like, it gets very inappropriate at the club level, at the high school level, and I think the thing that sh- people sh- I think really need to understand, like about how systemic this is, is like there were three coaches cited in the report. There was a coach let go from the Washington spirit last year for being verbally abusive abusive is at least what they reported. It was just this season. No, that was last oh, year. Richie and then they Burke. got another one. And then oh, they yeah. brought in Chris Oh, Ward. yeah, Richie Burke. Richie Burke got but let go. But he had complaints in... at the youth level. Exactly. He punched a student. Right. You know, he made racist statements. Yes, like inappropriate, like... still gets promoted, still gets the job, finally gets canned. And then they bring in another coach who then this summer gets canned for again being for again, they just say like an incident in training with a player where he was like, again, abusive. Yeah. But I want to note that there are 12 teams in this league. So right there, that's five coaches. I mean, we're talking like almost 50 percent, like, well, maybe because one was the same team, but like more than a quarter, more than a third of the teams in this league have had abusive coaches. Like at that point, it's like, okay, well, then you've got a real problem. Like it's not isolated. No, it is the way that the the organization operates. And I think that is like is just accepted. They're at the youth level. They're still there. Rory Dames got canned. From the Red Stars, but he's still in charge of right. elite ran sporting a, or whatever or it is. Whatever the Chicago club is that he yeah. like is a, maybe even a part owner of or something. Like he, Oh, he's the president. Yeah. Like he, same thing. Oh, he's just not coaching anymore. Teams. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can't so, remember if it was, yeah, which I mean, one it's, was it's, the it's, one. It's a perfect storm of like this um, sort of uh, league that's just starting to come into its own mm-hmm. and uh, this full like, this, this, this network of like yeah. deviants and scumbags yeah. that are there, but you can't really, like you said, your first priority is to the dollar mm-hmm. and to the reputation of the league. Cause you can get rid of a player or two players or a coach or whatever, but you got to keep the, you got to yeah. keep the league together. Yeah. And, and again, I think maybe because it's um, just, just starting to get popular, um, you know, it's just at the right time where we're like, you know, we're just, it's just going to, we're just going to, the people do whatever they want, yeah. you know, and, and just kind of look think the other way. I mean, it's really just looking the other way. I mean, I was fascinated. It's intentional. Like how did, Absolutely. How, yeah, but cause, because going back to your specific example, because, yeah, it's intentional. You, how do you not know that the head coach of a high school team is is is, ha- is in a relationship with a 15- or 16-year-old team player on the team? Like, people knew that. Adults must have known this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, like... If you're an adult and you know something like that and you decide to ignore it, 
seek help, significant help. I mean, you, you know, hopefully you're reevaluating your life choices because again, that's that's just creating a creating a, a perfect storm for just the darkest, sickest shit. Yeah. Because again, it's not like it cannot. It's not secret. It can't be secret. No, none of it is. It's it's. Well, they just have a really close ignored, relationship. Right, it's ignored right. and accepted, right? Well, and I mean, I'm speculating, but I imagine that there was also a parent somewhere along the line who was like, "Well, that's why she's getting all that playing time." Oh, probably. <laughs> you know, and it makes it yeah. more about because like, it's the girl's problem. Compe- exactly. Yeah, she's a player. manipulative yeah. little demon like, it's sleeping like, with the coach. I know to that, win, that has, you know, I, you know, I'm speculating speculating in this, but I know those are the types of things that I've heard people say. Right? Oh yeah, and you're like. So people immediately, I mean, it's just the same shit. It's I mean, like they immediately go to, they, they jump on the side of the power and they're like, they assume the one individual who's raised their hand to be like, something has happened to me is lying, doing it for some reason to try to get back at someone is retaliation or they want, they're just mad about something like, and, and the fact that that just happens, even when you're a professional, like even when you have proven how many times that you are like a valuable player who is contributing to a team and playing at a level that should warrant you respect and yet it still it doesn't and it doesn't give you any protection and it doesn't mean that anyone is looking out for you and I, I mean I don't know I, I think about like I think the Thorns were the team that did player surveys right so they do player surveys yeah, at the end of a season every, single, every single one was dog shit but it just went to the team so what did they do they're like we're here you we're listening thank you for your feedback we're gonna do nothing about it and it just stopped. It just and they didn't like, even have an HR department? No. There's nowhere to go to. Not that HR is ever going to protect you Like, anyway, morale was down. Like, everyone said, yeah. They don't set, even yeah. pretend. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, like, that is something that I actually think could be of value. But it can't go to the team. It has to go to, like, an independent, uh, like, regulatory body yeah. that is actually going to be able to enforce and well, invest with investigation power. Yeah. yeah. Everyone needs it. Everyone. Yes, we absolutely. need it at like, the state level. We need level. that in our state. We should be putting together Let's... that board that surveys team that surveys players, captures feedback. The IAA has... is there at, like, the, you know, Yeah, but they have to level, have, like, investig- investigatory yeah. level youth. It needs to extend a club. like And easy to yeah, report. To, like, neutral oversight. Because it's like, yeah. if you report it you to do... the school that your kid goes to, I mean, they have a vested interest right. in maintaining their reputation. It can't go, it can't go to that level. It has to go outside of that Yeah, it has to that, be. The... And then they'll be like, oh, it's he said, she said. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, I, when I was reading yeah. the report, I really started thinking about how this is, like, taking it out of sport for a moment. But I, like, years ago had to let someone go. I had to fire somebody, right? And, like, it was a lot of, I got feedback about his work being poor. Just, like, it was just, like, this isn't cutting it. This isn't cutting it. I got him on a plan. I was, like, here's how we're going to improve this, right? Like, these are things you need to work on. Just wasn't going to do it. Like, he just couldn't do the job at the level that I needed him to do it. So I was, like, all right, I'm sorry. (laughs) We have to let you go. Only after I fired him, did more people come out and tell me, oh, by the way, he had said these things to that woman. He had been inappropriate. He had called, he had talked about that woman's weight. Like, and it really hit me that like people are only willing to say so much because once you start saying I was abused, I was harassed, like it, it, it puts, the retaliation it, it returns is real. something on you. And you know, it upset me that it made me reflect like, okay, people didn't want to tell me that like that sucks. But it made me realize that, like, people are only going to be willing to say so much. Yeah. So if you're getting player survey after player survey that is saying, oh, this coach is incredibly verbally abusive, like, you have to take that seriously to a level where then you're going to dig into something deeper. Because if that many people are willing to say, and eh, this part of their work is poor, I think there's probably, frankly, something else there yeah. that they're not willing well, to this say. Is why it has and that to you be, have to dig into. This is why there should be, like, at the high school level, what you were talking about, some neutral... Mm-hmm board or commission mm-hmm. that can look at it because you know when you're at work if you don't turn shit in on time or if you turn shit in with a bunch of mistakes uh or you're not you know bringing the right stuff to you know to yeah. your projects or whatever that's like a tangible thing right but you know when somebody makes a comment you're like it's one of those things where you try to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Right. You exactly. don't know what you want to say because it's not really proof of anything other than weird behavior. That was a weird thing to and say. And so people right. are way <laughs> hesitant to say it. Now, the difference is if there's an outside agency sort of looking at it, they have no interest in it. Right. 
it's it's not like oh, this and their is job isn't like it's not yeah about, they don't, like, they don't have a vested interest they're they're a disinterested party well their interest is protecting exactly that's what yeah. the, that's what the mission has to be like actually protecting think, players workers i think parents really is. need to come to the realization that the best coaches your kids are going to have are not going to be those drill sergeant no. perfectionist assholes it's the people that are actually trying to develop your children as whole individuals and giving mm-hmm. them the resources and skills they mm-hmm. need to become better players not to be the best player and always win but to be a good player mm-hmm. you know because yeah. the best coaches i had weren't the jerks they were always like you know, yeah. the high school vice principal right, that was just about, like, like development, a dad. Of, like a character and yeah. skills. Yeah. And I mean, this is like, there's just so much caught up in the culture of sport too, yeah. you know, like it ruins it. It kind of When someone's gets, hard on you all yeah, the time, yeah. even when you're winning, it makes you not want to play anymore. Right. And that's the only, I really thought about it. Like that's the only recourse any of these players really had. They're just reporting things they quit. And that, and that happens at every level is your option is to quit. Your option is to stop because yeah. otherwise you're putting yourself into an environment where you're being abused every day. And that can make you sick. It can make you depressed. It can fuck your whole life up. And that is the only option that they really have, particularly when, again, you're, give, you're giving the feedback to the survey that you don't like the way that this coach is treating the team and nothing happens. No. You're raising concerns. You're putting, you're filing complaints. Nothing happens. Well, so damn. you look around, your only option is to walk away yourself. Remember Lindsay Horan, and I hate to defend her too, too much <laughs> because she wouldn't kneel, but um, her, the coach there fat shamed her so bad. She was, like, losing bone density. She was, like, considered anorexic. Like, they put her on a strict diet to where, like, she couldn't even perform. That's why she left. And people in the U.S. Soccer Federation were well aware of this coach's behavior, and they still hired him to be a coach of an NWL's team. And I think he lasted, like, three months. (laughs) And they were shocked, shocked that he was doing it to players here. But yeah. it's like it's happening with the Spanish national team. And it sucks so. that they beat us. <laughs> Not because I have any great love for Vlatko or anything, but their coach, 15 of their best players, including a woman who just won the Ballon d'Or, Alexis Patelis, refused to play for this man. Mm-hmm. And then he wins. They're like, oh, well, obviously he's not that bad of a coach. Right. Right. And this is because you can't break down – I mean – Yes, obviously coaching contributes to wins, but like there's no clear breakdown of like the team's talent. Yeah. The 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 weather that day. Dude, we have yeah. the, the mental yeah, I mean, state and that people in, were in. And, and, like, and just, the rest of the no... world is they're at, America is n- no better than anyone else at this point. There's well, yeah, talent exactly. everywhere. Like, we've got yeah. caught up. And <laughs> actually the clubs are better in other places yes. cuz they actually build it from the youth levels yes. cuz they have that well, they, from the men. And like right. you said, right. They these the are structure. these are big clubs. This is actually a good uh segue into the next thing I want to talk about like the fun half. But yeah, the big thing there is the structure is 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 the club structure. So, Lyon has a, a, a men's team that's in Europe playing in the European uh tournament and they have a women's team mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the english clubs have the same thing you know i know like west ham united has a big women's team arsenal, arsenal. Team. fuck off arsenal i like their women she's okay? a fucking gooner you're a gooner yeah because I, I love here. leah williamson okay Get out and of kate mead or a cave stupid and beth mead <laughs> like fight me they have some of the bestest a gooner this... did you see hold on do did people you see know you're thing? a gooner now they do <laughs> like there's something wrong with that. I don't have mate, any. I mate, know horse. She's a bloody mate. gooner, mate. <laughs> this is where this is where my knowledge stops. Uh, Who's just here for Liverpool? Yeah, I, I, Spurs. Spurs um, have a, like a decent Chelsea. They, 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 Chelsea actually have a good women's team. They do actually. Yeah, Spurs Reece are mediocre. They're okay. Plays. Oh really? Yeah, she's like as good as him. It's crazy. It's yeah. terrifying that there's two of them that are that good. That <laughs> but all over Europe, and this is so. This is the the part that the bring up the next part because it's fun. When I really re- when I when I realized um, the politics, when I started to understand the the politics of the game, <laughs> I have a friend from from Turkey, Arkin. He is from coastal town. It's a big city, Izmir. It's uh, just south of Istanbul on the, on the on the water there. And there's a big bay. And his neighborhood on one side of the bay is called Karishaka. And Karishaka uh, is a full club. They have a men's football team, 
Uh, they have a men's basketball team. My my uh, friend Arkin is huge into the volleyball. The women's volleyball team is in like the the Champions League of women's volleyball in Europe. Hmm. He's like, and all all of the women are from the Karashaka neighborhood. So he's of course loves that. <laughs> he's sending us like the, he watches. He has Turkish TV, so he's sending us like clips of volleyball. It's, it's incredible. Um, but one of the things I learned is that the culture of that club going back uh, to 1913 has been Kemalist. So the founder of modern Turkey was this sort of like ultra-national secular guy, uh, Kemal Ataturk. And there's still this it's, – it's actually the biggest faction that's trying to fight against like Erdogan and AKP. And they're always getting in trouble – uh, Karshaka, because they're, they're, they put up uh, big banners of Ataturk in their arena, and they sing national, they sing like secular nationalist songs, and and AKP are the big party, the Erdogan party. They're always t- saying you can't fly the banners, and they're always getting in political trouble. And I, I realized uh, <clears throat> that happens all over uh, Europe and everywhere. So I wanted to talk about a few of them because I think. People don't know what's going down, but Roma, Lazio, so the two big teams in Italy, in Rome, Roma, AS Roma, and uh, in Lazio, the, 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 the county or the region that Rome is in is Lazio, that's why it's called that. So they both play in Rome, they both play in the Olympic Stadium, but there's a big, big difference between the two of them. Uh, do you want to explain what that difference is? Uh, yes. Lazio is a Nazi club. <laughs> That's correct. Not, yep, yep. So historically, historically, very, very fash. Uh, and, and again, now that now that um, Maloney or whatever is the uh, is the PM, I think we have to worry about them being a little bit fash, uh, even more so. But uh, yeah, so everybody, anytime you see a, a derby of the capital, you know, you got to support AS Roma. If for any reason, Jose Mourinho is the coach now. I mean, look, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Maybe Carl will cut this in, and I'll say it here, but this famous thing when they tried to get him to criticize somebody, he just said, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I will be in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> which is which turned into an incredible meme, and even though he's a, he's a crazy— But he also will wait for referees in the parking lot. Yeah, even though he's a crazy— some feedback. He's a crazy guy— He's one of the only guys, we were talking about this at the pub last week, he's one of the only guys who, uh, he gave himself his own nickname and it stuck. (laughs) So he's the special one, but he called himself the special one. Yes. They made it a joke, but he went out and won twice with Chelsea, the league, and so now he he literally manifests his own nickname. But he's really brought Roma up, and he's gotten like a lot of really good players with not a lot of money. I love that guy because he's just a character. You know? Well, and he's making like Chris Smalling like look amazing, and he should be on the English national team. I don't know why he's not. So, so here's another one. I don't know if you know this. I don't think you're. Maybe you don't. In in Madrid, there's a big team, Real Madrid. <laughs> there's another team, Atletico Madrid, Atleti. This should be pretty obvious because if a team is called Royal Madrid. You know, they're the bad ones. <laughs> that should be pretty clear. So if anybody tells you anything about Madrid, you always tell them, well, Real or Atleti, because I'm Atleti. That's what you tell them. That's how they know you're a comrade and not a stinking monarchist, like an elitist bastard. I guess I'm an elitist bastard, because mm. I like their I, this That's why it was the next one I brought up, because I knew that, and I wanted to tell you that you made a big mistake. But I didn't. Big mistake. Look, Luka Madre is a god. Amongst I love that he's little, like, I love he's that like little guy. Thirty-seven years old. He's yeah. still killing it. I think that he, he said played for his, Spurs. He said it's going to be his last season with Croatia, though, or last yeah. tournament. He was, but great. he's probably going to stay with them. But like, they're building a good squad there. I don't want to hear it. That's why I weirdly have this like affinity for Croatia in the World Cup all the time. I'm always yeah, just like, yeah, they made the uh, final. I mean, oh God, they got them. Like... And, uh, who else? <laughs> he just went to your team. Perisic. 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 Yeah, Inter because he has like, like he has the he has the he has the thing with the loop, the little it's not it's like not a umlaut, it's like a squash down U, uh, big in the Turkish, and then he has like two accents that go two different ways. Yeah. So it's Perisic. Yeah, I say Perisic because I I don't understand why there's so many 
Oh my God, there's someone on, is it Torino? And his last name is V-L-A-S-I-C, but they call it Vlasic. And I'm like, it's Vlasic, he's the pickle (laughs) man. Look, the Slavic. We're not trying to badmouth any Slavic. I'm just or, kidding. Or, yeah. or, you know, we're we, not. We love. We, we just love all people. Can't read. We just. The, <laughs> yeah, the, they're the, killing it the in Syria. Well, that's what the thing with the, the Turkey. Has all that we still, stuff, we still have our boy Kevin Lasagna. We make we fun of him, Mr. Lasagna. I hate, he's thank the God. <laughs> Where is he now? Because did he come? He hasn't been playing for uh, Verona. I don't think. No. I haven't seen him. I know uh, they lost Diego Simeone, and he is with Napoli now. And Napoli he scored four strong. goals or two goals in four games or four goals. He's like taken after his dad. Yeah. The other thing people should know in this area uh, is most of the most of the small business owners, like the person who owns your local pizza shop or your red sauce joint, um, if they're an Italian family, they're almost positively Napoli. Um, huge contingent in Wilmington. Uh, I mean, look, they make the pizza. That's what it is. It's just it's good. Uh, got Maradona but, Stadium. I mean, look, Maradona. Named after a G. God, he's, he's classic. Classic OG. Maradona himself. What uh, He would meet with Castro. Uh, he would meet with uh, all the leftist. Uh, Chavez. In, with yes, Chavez. Yes. Him and Chavez. He had the thing, fuck Bush, and, and the S.S. <laughs> yes. Bush with the swastika. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Maradona is the fucking OG. So, again, this is another thing. People should know that history. Maradona, leftist, wonderful Probably the greatest player I ever saw, because uh, I never really, I never saw Pele on TV. It was a little before, a little before yeah. my time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've seen Messi, uh, I've seen Ronaldo, uh, this, but the, the best player I ever saw play like on the television at the same time was Maradona. There was nobody better than that. No, I don't think that's. I mean, we're all. I don't, yeah, I don't think, anybody. I was going to argue with somebody. I don't think you're taking. <sighs> well, you told me the Real Madrid there. thing, so <laughs> I, I was getting ready to <laughs> argue. Yeah, it's not because I love their club. I just like the squad. The, the team. That That's why it's like, there. you know, I'll always be Juve, but Roma and Napoli, those are all like. But if, you know, when it's the Champions League, I will always cheer for an Italian team over anyone else, then La Liga. and <laughs> La Liga, see. I don't know. I'd probably, I, we don't have, I'd have, probably like a, even go. have a hierarchy. I have a yeah, hierarchy, people too. People that I care about. The fact about. that her, she puts La Liga, that, that's, which is the Spanish league, that high on the hierarchy is ridiculous. That's a fancy lad league. I mean, the, the the Bundesliga is far superior to La Liga. Well, yeah, that was the like Bundesli- three. Yeah, <laughs> like EPL is just way down at the bottom. I mean, EPL is exciting just because I follow the teams. But, I, I mean, La Liga, though? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. I think Quality it's interesting games, that, like, because of the history of these teams sort of being these, like, um, sort of, like, neighborhood or, like, class-based clubs, right? Like, is super like interesting hardcore that, like, rivals yeah. right that there's like intense rivalry that like carries on and to your point still has this poli- like this level of politics to it even if it's not as outward as much anymore whereas like i feel like grow- growing up pre- predominantly just focused on like u.s sports and still mostly focused on u.s sports like we have this attitude of just like p- sports and politics don't know we're not gonna cross them and it's like it's fake. Obviously, there's politics intertwined in sports. I mean, everything we, we sing the national the anthem and they like, fly bombers right, overhead. Exactly, but but like when you want to ask no a player, you're right. But like <laughs> if if a player takes a knee or if a player makes a comment about something, it's like oh, you gotta you gotta sully to the game Shut like, up and with sing. that shit. And it's like it's interesting that just the cultural difference of like things that actually grew out of class and politics versus entertainment in a way yeah. <laughs> like like cl- yeah. class and politics and recreation it was it was enter- it was versus entertainment from so long ago it was just sort of like neighborhood entertainment right you know like, like there's like, this difference for, pre-tv I don't know. yeah and it, it's just it's just an interesting no, I, industry that I mean, frankly i don't know enough about but I well just, the, the I probably the biggest difference. one that people know about that still obviously has a pretty uh strong hatred to this day is is in in scotland um, in Glasgow, there are two huge clubs in Glasgow, Rangers and Celtic. And, um, and Celtic are um, uh, more like Scotch-Irish Catholics. Rangers are Ulster Scots, and Tories, and monarchists. And it's been that way for forever. And they actually call the Derby the old firm. And it's very, it's, 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 uh, yeah. So if you, if you just Google old firm Darby's and just look at some of the crazy shit that's gone down, but that's, um, again, that's, that's 
uh, first order political yeah. based. Yeah. yeah. Did you still want to talk about uh, the women's Irish national team? I did. So. Because <clears throat> one of my faves is involved in this. Oh, really? This is great. This will be the perfect way to end it because we can go out on the song. Okay. Yeah, because Katie McCabe is amazing. She plays for Arsenal. Okay. Um, she There's actually a Twitter account that has Katie got a yellow card today uh, because <laughs> <laughs> she usually Happens does. A lot. <laughs> and everyone's like, she must have gotten some kind of like anger management because she's only had two this season. <laughs> but yes, she is also so here's, on here's the what national happened. team. Yeah, so, so Ireland um, qualified for the, the Women's World Cup for the first time, I think. Yes. And huge uh, celebration in the change room. They're taking the videos. They're drinking the beers. And they sing this Irish, um, this traditional Irish rock song. This, uh, Wolf Tones, I think. Yes. Uh, it's called uh, Celtic Tribute or Celt something like that. But there's a line in it. Do you want to sing the line? The ooh-ah up ooh, the ra. Ooh-ah up the ra. <laughs> ooh-ah up the ra. So it's like this Irish song. So obviously it's it's a, it's a, it's a Republican, small R, Irish Republican Army uh, It's song. an IRA it's tune. It's an IRA yes. tune. Classic. <laughs> and um, so they show this video. And, of course, the Murdoch-owned Sky Sports in, in the UK <laughs> literally shit their pants about it. Uh, and Screaming, it was, crying, and throwing yeah. up. Yeah was wild but so i mean uh, but like uh, what a couple when whenever the queen died i can't remember i mean they were playing lizzie's in a box at some of the yeah no 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 they had the big well they had that at they aberdeen somewhere yeah. in scotland they had the big yeah, banner I mean, it said so it said there was gonna be <laughs> so i mean just imagine that happening in america there was there was somewhere yeah. in it'd be scotland so much cooler where they knew what they wanted to do was do a minute's applause so they were going to, they scheduled to do the minutes applause. And then the end, like the cop end, unfurled this huge banner that says, please clap if you're happy she's dead. <laughs> and so there's minutes of, the whole stadium is doing it. And then just they, they unfurl this huge TIFO. But yeah, I, I, I was, and, well and go, go, going back to the, the theme of all of this, the story is that, and I don't know if this is the player you're speaking about or the captain or the manager of the team. But they go on this Sky Sports reactionary, you know, basically it's like the Fox News sports of, of the UK. And so the guys, and I think this might have been even in the news part of it, it might have been Sky News, is interviewing somebody who did it. And they were like, look, we were just having fun. Um, you know, let's, uh, you know we, we're, we're sort of sorry it was taken that way. And the guy says, what, I mean, <laughs> what's the education system like in Ireland that you don't know? That this would, this would, what kind of uh, feelings this would stir up in me, an it, Englishman? Yeah, can you ima <laughs> like imagine saying that to somebody, especially like just a, a woman who's associated? I think she, I'm pretty sure she was the captain of the team. Yeah, but like, just be like, you know what, buddy, go fuck yourself. This is why we hate like, you. Like, yeah, I mean, we're like well, again, it's like we have dominion over you guys, don't we? <laughs> you have to listen to us. Yeah, like, yeah, we won. I mean, so, it's so silly. Uh, yeah, like, it's an I entirely mean, different country, and you're upset that they're celebrating like their own wins. And 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 and, oh. and again, yes, they, they could say, well, they were they were what's more the subjugation of what's the Irish education by the English. Like? Exactly. Yeah. What's education like, like is so like. Perfect of just like I can't believe you, motherfuckers. Like, the the failure of the youth don't understand. Like, yeah. that's literally, like they they are like okay with putting out there that they clearly think like these people are so uneducated. They like yeah. sin fine again. Like how could yeah. they? Like, you don't know people. That, well, you were you were you were an occupying army. Sorry. Yeah. yeah like how many really? people have Fuck you off. killed? Exactly. But but yeah. So it, there was there was just a beautiful moment um, of of the, all of the players. Uh, dancing and, and 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 partying in the changing change room. I, I they apologized. They shouldn't have apologized. No. Uh, but uh, maybe Carl will play us out uh, to that one because it was it was it was fun. Maybe we'll even link to the video because it was dope. Where is the World, Women's World Cup going to be played? Australia, New Zealand. Some of our games are going to be like when are going to be summertime or are they summer. Next yeah. summer. So they are going to play in their in, yeah. their in regular winter. time. They're going to play in June and July. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's going to be a couple 3 a.m. 4 a.m. games. It's going to be rough. And hopefully they'll be easy <laughs> to find cuz like the with thing. the like I think they actually put sports on TV 
Here's like the, the NWSL, like I have to get on Twitch oh my God. or Paramount Plus. Like I can't just watch it. Meanwhile, I can watch like men's collegiate diving. Like anyone gives a shit about that. You can that. watch cornhole. Yeah. But <laughs> I, women's I soccer, that. oh no. I you just noticed that if we, were, like we, were, we were at a bar. This, this, might, this might not surprise you. We were Senior at a bar. Senior pickleball. And, and like the, the, the channel that the match was on like t- changed over to, to whatever – What it was going to be, you know, whatever filler they were going to have in the middle of a Saturday afternoon that wasn't uh, college football, and it was cornhole tournament. (laughs) And I looked and I'm like, am I am I that high or or is this on television? I've had a similar feeling where I like I happened across it and was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's like so boring to watch. You're like, (laughs) Like, this is just a yard game when you're when you're on mushrooms. There's leagues. It's incredible. There's it is incredible. It I wonder what the like. politics are. Yeah, I wonder if the clubs. It. I wonder if I some some teams grim. some teams are very leftist. No, you think? I don't <laughs> think there are many. I mean, I don't want to pass judgment. I just I don't see it. <laughs> uh, uh, and also, big shout out to our friend uh, and comrade in the UK, huge sports fan, Steve Paxton. He has a book coming out, "How Capitalism Ends." We talked to him about his book uh, that critiqued uh, the Soviet Union uh, about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his uh, favorite team is another team with a great leftist tradition, working class tradition. They're in the Bundesliga Two, uh, FC Saint pa- Pauli. Um, so you see the Saint Pauli guys where they make the beer. They also have a football yeah. club, and they have a it's a, a big uh, workers uh, socialist club. So if you want to nice. if you want to support them, they're they're also uh, our comrades and friends. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for doing this. I very You're much welcome. appreciate it. Um, Jess. You have, you have anything more? Anything fun you're doing today? You're 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 doing something fun. Uh, you're going. You're oh yeah. Watching the Phillies, baby. <gasps> well, uh, first, yeah. I'm heading down to UD where I'll be teaching a class this spring. So if you're a senior marketing major at the University of Delaware, listening to this podcast, will you be teaching them about the horny tax? Consider. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, please consider enrolling in my digital marketing class. Uh, I think it's, prof- uh, professor, I think it's Professor Scrain. Uh, yeah, thank so you, thank that. you for coming in. Go prove that i am who i say i am and, i can uh, vouch if you watch, need uh i have documents here <laughs> i have do- i can i can uh write you a note yeah and yeah then obviously we'll be watching the phillies and then i'm gonna watch my husband play some oasis covers oh he's going to the, the, the he's the, uh, yeah he, halloween he's, tradition bands do cover jackson sets, in right so yeah because we'll be our friend our friend james is uh yep, is playing with james the same in the edgewater ave crew um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to finding out if Bill is a Noel or a Leon. I think I, think I he's know. He's going to be a Noel. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see. <laughs> Carl will be thinking of you tonight uh, and your father, uh, Larry, as the as the Phils just fucking demolish the Astros. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Thoughts and prayers. Left is best. Yeah.